0: Moonbase Theta out, a Monkey Man Productions podcast. Season 4, Episode 13, 2-2-Real.
1: This is the Rose of
2: Jericho Pocket Cast Network.
0: in here. You have no idea how uncomfortable that studio was. It's so much better just to sit in a quiet, cozy little spot and talk. Just talk, you and me. Thank you, first, for subscribing and listening from wherever you are to <laughs> wherever I am. I'm Barnett Bell, and this is The Bellwether. Thank you for your comments, ratings, and reviews on my first episode last week. It's a little overwhelming, but I did read every one of them. Your support is appreciated as I enter this new phase of my career. Your curiosity about my parting of the ways with Planet White Media is… We'll get to that. Promise you'll always get the real story from me. But this one needs a little time to cool off. You'll be the first to hear when I'm ready. What I will be getting into right away, and it's gratifying that you asked about this as well, are some of the subjects that I wasn't able, wasn't allowed to cover while I was there. I'm eager to dive deep into those. And yes, to answer the last of my most asked questions, that means I'll be talking a lot about the moon. There's so much I wasn't allowed to say about my time on the moon, my investigations into the history of the Moonbase project, the connections drawn from there to the events of Zero Day and beyond, and the most recent announcement that the Megas plan to go back up there as soon as possible by the end of the year before we reach century 22. Hmm. It, uh, it makes a newsy gal wonder, what's the rush? Generally, these things start with a ways into the future story, a series of polls or vague pronouncements so that by the time we get to a place like this, as a citizen consumer, you're already thinking, of course it's the moon. But this came out of nowhere. They didn't even wait for the end of the consortium, which would have made things a lot simpler. It's almost like there's a more complicated reason they need to get back up there. As if perhaps the shutdowns weren't as clean and complete as we've been told over and over again for the past year. As if perhaps there were persons awake on the moon at this moment whether they stayed awake or found a way to reverse the stasis process, who could be banding together, joining forces, intent on keeping those bases for themselves. That's something that would force this kind of dramatic, confidential action. I know this is a Pocket Cast World, friends, but I'm still a journalist. And I wouldn't bring this up if it weren't much more than just perhaps. I'm not ready to reveal my sources, but I have them. Trusted sources with first-hand knowledge of the revolution that is growing on the moon. I'm still learning the details. I'm still diving deeper. But there are facts that you should know that I can share with you today. After we break for just a quick message from our sponsors. I know, I know, but it's just a moment and I'll be right back.
1: Hmm, advance screen, mm-hmm. scroll, mm-hmm. scroll. Mm-hmm. That's a bit impractical considering our resources. Mm-hmm. Advance, skip to the next section. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Mm-hmm. In our situation, that might be a bit easy to see coming, but bookmark to pass along to Dr. Boiseau. Dr. Boisseau.
5: Dr. Boiseau. What are you up
1: to on that side of the shop, my dear? <sighs>
5: Starting to get a headache. Comparing the reports from Marie Landois with the other near-side bases. So, instead, I'm making menus. I think I might be able to reintroduce crepes. Savory or sweet? Why not both? What have you been reading?
1: Something that's neither of those, I'm afraid. Sent by our new comrades down below.
5: Improvised tactics and militant popular resistance. Really? Really?
1: Quite real for them
5: and for us
1: I wish I could say it was just intellectual curiosity but we've been listening to the same news
5: I know it's just that's that's just too real too 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 too
1: it is very real the conflict Oof. in our future
5: I know that it's it's coming it's it's just all too. Two, 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 two... Here, love, said, I know I'd fight, of course, but... I don't know if I could fight.
1: I'm not sure we can know until... But I thought I'd better familiarize myself before we get to the point where Officer Langlois achieves a fait accompli.
5: Yeah. You've been talking to the NAC. Were they able to find out?
1: They don't have many contacts left of the Major Enclaves. Everyone who possibly could has fled to them directly. But, with their broadcast capabilities increasing, they're hoping to find more... absent families.
5: Sure. I guess I should... were to be done... done, 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 done... Hmm. I mean, there's just so many of them. Just by percentages, someone must have made it out of Sacramento, San Fran. Do you have people? Still in DACA?
1: No one of concern? I don't know why I said that, Jackson. There absolutely is someone. Or was. It's hard to be certain by now. Amar no Here. It's...
5: It's all... So much. Too... Too much.
1: It is indeed.
5: When all this is over... If we're not, um, locked up somewhere or something, maybe we could...
6: (sighs) Ah, Hey there. Is it okay to come in? I've got company.
1: You are company? Of course, Dr. Day. You know you're welcome here. You've been sleeping on the cot for a week. And with you is... Just your friendly
7: neighborhood anarchist slash astrobotanist. (laughs) I ran into Gladys here while I was bringing around a basket of apples to the kitchen. Those doddens have matured nicely, Jackson, and I stored them in our special pantry so they don't vanish. Apples?
5: Apple and caramel crepes. Maybe apple and onion?
7: Apple and onion. Well, I can get you onions.
5: I'm thinking Vidalia. But I digress. N- no
7: surprise there. <laughs> what I was getting around to was I stumbled into Dr. Day on my way back out. Almost upset her travel mug, but we righted that, and we wound up in a conversation about our past lives of subterfuge and how they brought us to where we are today. By putting my two together with hers, we saw a pattern starting to emerge, and we thought you'd want to hear more. And, of course, to share with the larger insurgency, but there are reasons to begin with a private
1: conversation. Gladys?
6: Yes. Right. All of that.
1: You said you had trouble remembering what happened before.
6: So, that wasn't so much trouble being able to remember as having trouble with the things I do. But Harold's right. It's important and it's time.
1: I am all about the dramatic pause. But
6: Yes. Uh-huh. You don't know what happened to my finger puppet, do you?
8: Chit 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 chit. Thank
1: the gods. And we have a Roger.
8: Okay, uh obviously you've already got some company, the Herald, Dr. Day, but but I've got a thing.
5: Um Gladys has a thing, too. An important thing to tell us. Okay, but
8: what I've got is kind of, wait, you mean the thing?
6: What do you know about it?
8: Well, nothing. I don't even, but but if it's the thing, the reason thing, we've all had questions, assumptions. It affected a lot of people, but obviously it's it's your life we're talking about. Should I go wait in the hall until?
6: No, you're right. It affected a lot of people. And it's going to have to get around soon enough. I mean, I was working for the guy who tried to take down every megacorporation on Earth, who caused most of the problems for base theta during the shutdown, who infiltrated almost every freehold. Some of which we knew, but again, putting the pattern together. And based on the news about Zero Day is still down there somewhere pulling the strings. Oh, from what Daniels told me, he'd like that I used that metaphor. Remember Daniels?
7: Kind of a funny one. One of the officers here before Langlois. Daniels was the one I reported to.
1: I'm starting to feel like the only one who wasn't involved in a secret plot. Outside my own imagination. You are getting around to the why, right? I mean,
8: outside of the treatment of some of the other science bros, you always seem to be... But the stuff you did, I I don't really get why.
6: Yeah, that's the part that I... I'm going to tell it, it's just a longer story. Dr. Ray, do you think I could have some of your coffee? And I swear, Jackson, Ashwini, Roger, no one was supposed to be in there. The meeting was scheduled to be in the lab on the opposite side of the base. We moved it to the bunk room. No one told me. I didn't know. I... I swear by everything I believe in. I swear by the fossil record. Uh, I swear by Cambrian diversification. I swear by evolution as fact
7: and theory. It all adds up from the information I've gathered.
6: I get it if you want me to go back into stasis. I mean, <laughs> it's done wonders for Edwin's test subjects, even though Bear sounds like something you'd buy from the back pages of a comic book. Maybe I'll find out mm, if No
1: need for such drastic measures. You are welcome to continue working in the observatory. And sleeping here. I could use some help in integrating the information provided by Chris and Andy on the plasma wave emissions.
6: I can do that. I don't have to
1: talk to Chris? Not at the moment. You might want to allow your story to spread a bit before attempting further integration with the crew.
8: Story to spread. That's where I come in. I mean, you were used. You were being played. People ought to know that. I can help. Didn't you come in with some previous purpose? Oh, shit, shit. Just, um, remember, you told Dr. Day to go first, right? I wasn't trying to. I-, I didn't even find it myself, really. It was during Addy's shift, but they didn't have the right response code to the network. We
1: have access to the satellite network. We don't.
8: Not as such, but the... <laughs> well, just listen. Uh, uh, give me a sec here.
9: Good evening. If you are receiving this message, you are one of the former employees.
1: Former?
7: Nobody's getting their combined bonus.
9: The Corporate Moonbase Project. I represent the remaining corporations in ownership of that project. Side note, if your base was previously managed by the consortium, those interests will be redistributed. But that's a matter for another time. We have become aware that some of our personnel on the moon either never entered the stasis pods, which is cause for termination as per your employment contract, or found a way to reverse the process. Which is in violation of the user agreement and the corporate property policy integrated by reference into your contract. In either case, as of said actions, your employment was immediately terminated and your continued occupation of our property amounts to trespass. Trespass? That's a long
7: way to set their dogs on us. Just wait.
9: You might consider that a hollow threat from our current position. But just like your paychecks, our position is about to change. Across the world, launch facilities are being reactivated, transports are being prepared, and we intend to return to full command of our operations shortly. I'm sure you've heard some of this already. It's been reported across the news channels, and you've got to be that far into the network. What we've kept confidential so far is your revival, rebellion. Return to an active presence on the moon using our supplies and facilities and technologies in some misguided attempt to build a resistance. We've kept that quiet for your sake, not ours. We haven't spoken yet, haven't met face-to-face for some dispute resolution. This could all be some big misunderstanding, and you're all eager to return to your lives of solid corporate citizenship. For now, let's assume that to be the case. It won't be long before we can have that discussion in person. We are on our way to take back the moon and all our assets. All of our assets. Including you. A single-use key has been attached to this file, should you wish to respond. Sincerely, Raymond Ardeberry Esquire CPC Combined Corporate Moonbase Project.
8: Oh. Guess we better make up the guest room. Those overbearing,
7: vile, oppressive capitalist
1: Gumbags! Agreed on every point. We were already preparing for this eventuality. However, we may need to make a few adjustments to the timeline. Jackson, I'm afraid it's all happening.
5: Of course. Of course. I I need to. 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 Mm. I'll
1: keep it from you as much as I am able. For the rest, we need to mobilize. Once more unto the breach, cry havoc and the dogs of war. Let this be the hour when we draw swords together. It is time that we build our offensive. Roger, please forward this message to all other bases, including Gamma. But when you do so, I am unavailable for return calls.
6: You know that she was working with this same guy, right? In the before times.
1: We can delve into that at some point soon. Great
7: time for Michelle to be away. Great time for Wilder to be away. Now this brings us around to the subject of our earlier discussion, on the notes compared between Gladys's former life and my own, and something that I heard Officer Lengua was keeping pretty tightly tamped down. What do you know about Moonbase Alpha?
1: I suspect not as much as the two of you. Alpha was just
8: the admin base, right? I mean, all the little worker bees buzzing around their hive. I mean, they must have been good for something else, but I can't remember what.
5: Who needs a whole base... For
6: admins. Indeed. Security. Daniel said it was uh, intelligence, R&D, divisions from every mega corporation. No,
7: I heard that too, but only from the outside. We were never able to get any of our people in.
6: I had instructions to go there if anyone started to suspect me.
1: Instructions that would still apply with the bases shut down?
6: I think so. I didn't really... I was never
1: going to go there.
7: I don't want to go there now.
1: No one's saying you'll have to, but it sounds like something that we ought to investigate further.
7: That's what I was thinking. Well, it was just the moon and the plan, I was in favor of leaving well enough alone. But now, we need to know what they've got there. I'll be the first to volunteer.
1: That's good to know. Thank you, Harold.
8: And I'm going to join the not-it club on this one. I'll be back in my hidey-hole, spreading some words if you need me. Later, taters. So so glad you stayed awake for all this. We're out of Fisher.
5: Our
0: program is brought to you by Planet Wide Media, broadcasting everywhere on Earth and across the Moon. Tonight we have a quick spotlight sponsor correction. Those Lagrone pain patches you heard about in episode six seventy three, those are for external use only. Trust us, external use only.
10: Turn, turn, turn. Is that crater new? I can't find it on the routing app. I think we can get around on the left. Set that in navigation. Somebody keep an eye on it. Me. Michelle. I had to turn off the tracker. Heat was creeping up again and I can't keep stopping. I'll turn it back on when I'm close. Which, it's gotta be soon. Right? Show remaining distance to the Piri crater... Not that Wilder ever bothered to say it's Peary, but it's gotta be. According to the map, her precious array feels most a bird. I'm gonna play that last file again, maybe I missed where she says it. Je suis si fatigué.
11: Okay, Roger. Y'all asked for a better idea of location, so... I'm doing what I can. It's still not the easiest to focus on things at the right now. Hush, you... Casey said I did everything proper with the first aid kit. It just takes time. Time, time, time. See what's become of me. I- Anywho, where was I? <laughs> That's exactly the point. Where was I? If we can figure out where I was, you'll know where I am now. It's just a touch south and a ways further down. So, let's go back to the start. I was taking breaks in this comfy flat spot along the side of the crater. This ain't the crater where the panels are. Too much glare for napping on that side. So the other crater right nearby. Puri. Whatever that one's called.
10: The Peary crater. Just say I mean, Puri. a
11: nice flat patch where I like to take my breaks and look up into the everything. Earth quite a bit, but not only. You know what I mean? So, if you can find that spot, there's a little cavern entrance just across the way. It's pretty well hidden.
10: This just gets better and better.
11: there were some robot tracks running down into it. That's what caught my curiosity in the first place.
10: Okay. Robot tracks.
11: There have been a couple of quakes since then. There were definitely bits falling up at that end of the cave so it's hard to say what things look like now. Damn it. That's all I have to tell you. If it gets clearer inside my head, I'll draw you a map. Signing off.
10: Well, that's pretty much what I expected. That's fine Wilder, that's just oh, fine. Roger
11: does it have to be Michelle. I know about beggars and choosers, but there ain't nobody else. Signing off for real.
10: Seriously? Wilder, seriously? Oh, no. I could just turn the rover around right now. I could just... (laughs) But think about the look on her face when I do show up. Rescued by Michelle Langlois. Suck on that. (sighs) Shit. Okay. Time to take a break. Come on tell me it's not going to work now. Thing went off twice on the drive up here when I didn't have a chance to check it out. Gotta make sure I save those coordinates, but anyway. I've been around this Futu crater three times, making sure I hit every shadowy spot, checking for tracks that apparently don't exist anymore. I found her rover. I think I found her sleeping spot, but Right across could be almost anywhere by Wilder logic, so I guess we go again. Does it have to be Michelle? Does it have to be you? God damn it! Did those ration bars fall under the seat? You owe me for the ration bars as much as anything. Go back to that last message I was recording. Ain't no trash shows, big ship. I never said anything until now. But I checked with our landlord after you left. There was nothing in the lease that said I couldn't adopt a cat. That's on you. After we get through... a lot of everything else, you better have an explanation. You know how much I was... Shit. Is that... Did it find something? That's not even the same noise as before. What the hell, Jong? Is there another alert didn't? It- Hold on. That's not the tracker. It's not... Even in the cabin, that's internal. I forgot I still had that Cortex app installed. How do you shut down the. Oh, okay, so where's the message? Proximity monitor alert. Subject Wilder. Now at 30 meters. 29. 30. Meld! <laughs> Ball Delta, meld! <laughs> Michelle, you win! You fucking badass! You win the game! How long ago did I set that alarm and now she's... she's gotta be right beneath me. 30 meter alert! You win the game!
11: Okay, the tent zipped with us on the outside. That shouldn't be such a hard part, Liza, but I did have to balance on one leg while I did it. Now it's on our backside again and a little scoot, scoot, scoot across to Stash Mountain where there's got to be some kind of better foodstuffs. i put up with it for the first couple of days, but now that we might have company coming. Scoot, scoot, scoot. Uh, coming in theory at least. Last I heard from Addie who was talking to, I don't even remember, somebody from the near side. It's a swell game of telephone we've all got going. That person said Michelle ought to be here by now, if he can find the place, which depends on either my description or some doohickey that Jean put together, so I'm not counting my chickens. Okay, pulling myself up again. Uh. Mm. Thank you, darling. Let's see what we can uncover. There's more cases in the back that we haven't been into. One of those has got to be the good stuff. I mean, it's good to know we got a year's supply of toilet wipes, I guess. And it's lovely that they packed a mass spectrometer. But neither really serves an immediate need. I'd trade it all for food that doesn't start with soy. And something to drink that didn't start out inside of me. I guess in the long run, I could dig for ice. There's a rig for that over to one side, but... We're hoping not to think about the long run. Eliza, you know that's not what I was saying. Help me shove those bots out of the way. Uh, uh, Why are these ones so heavy? Did they send up construction bots? What were they planning to build? And more computers? That looks like an admin console. Why would they need an admin? Oh, oh crap. Another quake? Did you see any? Those are definitely rocks falling. We better get under the... it! I know it's the right cape. I know you're goddamn down there. Michelle? Michelle, is that you?
10: If you're sleeping
11: or something, Wilder? Michelle, I I hear you. I'm down here. I'm mostly okay. Semi okay?
10: I had to... Breaking a little, the entrance had collapsed. Lucky breaking in is your specialty. I'm on my way down. Oh, thank goodness. Wait,
11: Michelle, watch the ledge. It just kind of. Oh, melt! Ah!
10: <gasps> Michelle! <sighs> Michelle, are you okay? I'm fine. I have a line secured. It caught halfway down. I told you to watch the ledge. After I'd already taken the step. Ugh, you're so much help. Be careful. I'm
11: on my way over. Eliza, I'm gonna try this one standing up. Michelle, if you drop down on top of me, I'm gonna... Stay back, then! Uh,
10: Mixlingua, I presume? Wilder. What happened to your leg? What the hell kind of setup have you got down here? Is that the only food you've got... Why didn't you move the tent closer to the- Could you shut up for a minute?
11: Come here, you. Are you hugging me? You son of a bitch. I'm glad you got here.
10: It's Piri... Piri Crater. You you couldn't have just said Piri? Alright, how did I know? I didn't know what it was called. There's a navigation app built into your rover. Well, I walked here. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. <laughs> this really is one of those supply stashes, huh? I
11: guess so. There's some pretty wild stuff the further back you go. Bell's gonna flip.
10: Make yourself at home. There's an O2 generator in the tent if you need a top-up. I might have something better. Trina sent me with the instructions for her nanobot upgrade. You're okay if I look around a little? You'll want a break anyway.
11: I figure the only way this works is you hauling me up that rope. Ugh, I can't wait. Don't get sassy with me. I was this close to finding a way out without you.
10: I missed you too. I've gotta get into some of these boxes. Val would kick my ass if I didn't. I'm glad you
11: found some folks who have that thing in
10: common. Huh? The willingness to
11: give you a kick in the ass. Good on them. Uh, Right now, I'm off that list. Only due to injury. I'm gonna sit back down. Keep your radio on. We got a lot of catching up to do. Yes, sir. Goddamn right. Oh, um, be careful on that side. That's in about three levels deep.
10: Ugh.
2: Bring that back up in. What's the app they use here? Card repair? Card fix. Open that in card fix. Maybe we can shape that data for the next stage. No, no, no. Skip registration. Three more uses. They've got to stop shutting down this system. Switch to diagnostic mode. No. it's not good. Hey there. Chief? Oh, sorry. I was just... Convert that to a task list. Add it to my stack. Sorry, I was just... I'm trying to get these specs together for the next test.
9: You've got some time. We're not finished with the intertank housing.
2: You're kidding.
9: It's not my fault. I basically live in there and I can't find the flaw but every time we run another test, something goes wonky and crashes the avionics.
2: We can't start again with the housing. We've already converted it twice for solid fuel, then back to liquid tanks again when the rioters came through. But the structural work both times was just repair, not replace. I remember- I've already got a request in to Elena to help us bring more bolts online. When she's done on the coast, we'll get most of those back. But- until then, it's all laid out, right there. If I could just pick the pieces up and fit them together.
9: Do you want to use the sensor around, Rig? That won't tell me what's wrong in the fabrication. Okay, we need it for our campaign tonight anyway.
4: The raw materials we can handle. Food, supplies for their water and air purifying systems. Ooh, a bit trickier, but doable. Replacement parts and electronics. I told them to make a list by priority. Right now, we're focused on exchanging information. That seems like the safest bet. How are things here in the brains of the facility?
2: We're doing just- Not feeling so bright at the moment. We're still falling behind.
4: We're a little behind. Where are our problem areas?
2: Pick a direction. I've got the fairing fixed to where it might pass. Maybe. I heard you talking about supplies. I can give you cargo limits, but they're still theoretical until we finish testing. I'm still having trouble with the roll rate. I
3: saw those numbers.
2: And now it's the propellant system again.
3: The inner tank housing? I noticed that on my way by. I think it's the skin that's warping. We checked that. I think it's the skin. We checked it five times. I'd take another look. Oh, don't say anything important while I'm gone. It's the skin that's warping.
2: <sighs> that's even worse news. I've got a stack of problems that keeps on growing. And I'm running out of resources.
3: We got lucky at Patrick. All those technos were just waiting for this kind of project.
4: Do you think there's any way we could get some help from them now? uh, Help from back there? Where we used to?
3: I I mean, maybe? Uh, I'm not sure that's a good idea, though. Just reaching out that way might cause a... You said that McVett told you that this is getting dicey between the Megas and whoever it was behind those attacks against them.
2: Zero Day. They know who it was. Some guy named Stevens. They just don't know where to find him.
4: Right. I must have heard that somewhere. And they believe he may still have plans for the moon as well. And They were hoping we might get there in time to provide support. <laughs> Even if you made it with one rocket, whatever crew and supplies you could cram in...
3: ...against what the rest of the world can send after.
4: It's true. We're not against a fight even when the odds don't favor us. But with the current difficulties, it might be time to focus on what's within our reach.
2: I'm sorry. I'll tell my crew that we're shutting things down.
9: Wait, what? What happened?
2: We just can't put the pieces together soon enough.
9: But what about the rocket? What about the moon? It's not all that great, really, once you get there. Remember? Knowledge? Exploration? Something new out of a dry and dusty place? I know, but
2: for now, we've got to let that go.
9: Wait, hold on.
4: Nobody said anything about letting go. We might have to change our focus for today, but you've still got work for tomorrow. I've spent quite a bit of time now talking to the folks on the moon. They're in a spot even worse than ours at the moment. But they're not done. They've still got plans. They've still got hope. We might not make it in time today, but if there's one person left up there fighting back, we'll keep fighting with them. That means your work keeps on going.
2: If you're sure.
4: Until two weeks ago, I thought Palestine had become too far. Who knows where we might reach to next.
2: Then I guess we'd better get back at it.
4: We are going to need some of your people to refocus.
2: Of course. We'll make do with what we can. It's not like it's rocket science. (laughs) Oh, boo. Boo!
4: Why don't you show me where things stand at the moment?
2: Of course. I haven't been down to the floor today myself. Let's go.
4: I'm gonna use the washroom. I'll be down
3: in a minute.
9: I ought to warn you, things are kind of a mess.
3: Okay. Okay, Taylor Daniels, you gotta make this quick. You gotta figure out which way to go. You're behind enemy lines without much time to Okay, okay, okay. I mean I mean really you've got loads of time. If anything, this has been too easy. People knew me from before. I walked right in and they were like, sure, here's what we know, who we're talking to, what we know that they know. Here's a space program, there's no way we're gonna meet you to the moon. Damn it. There's no real chance they're going to beat him out of anything. That's my report. (laughs) They've got no real chance. They're... Sir, they're not even worth your attention. You've got bigger fish to fry. Bigger players in the game. (laughs) Maybe I can't get his eyes off the moon, but I can keep it off of here. They deserve a chance to... Yeah. But if you're going to sell it, Daniels, you've got to sell it. I'd better find the comms room and run through things a few times before I make the call. And after that, after all that's tied up in a bow, you know who I ought to check in with? The riders. That's who. It all comes back to the Riders.
7: Today's episode featured Danielle Ellett, Lehman Kessler, To Zaman, Sarah Ray Werner, Stephen Lafond, Cole Burkhart, Josh Rabino, Cass McPhee, Tina Daniels, Christy Bolton, Corey Sproul, Dahlia Ramahi, and Tom Zalatnai. Written by DJ Silvis, Cass McPhee is our audio engineer. Our theme music is starred by the band Ramp. Our cover art is by Peter Chaikowski. Looking for more great audio fiction? We'd love to point you toward Icarus Rising. A pirate tale where the sails fly high, higher than you might expect. And the stakes are even higher.
11: Our executive producers are Sarah Mueller and Becca B. And our associate producers are Marty Chidorek, June Medley, Timothy Legrone, Marilyn Reed, Marissa Robert Kopp, and Linda Boyer. Today's shout out is to Anastasia Pellichatti. Thank you guys so much for your support and helping and trusting us to bring this story to life. We love what we've done with it, and we can't wait for you guys to hear all the work the cast and crew has put in. And we hope you love it as much
10: as we do. And speaking of your support, everything helps. From leaving us a great review and subscribing on your podcast app of choice, to sharing your feelings with us on Twitter and telling your friends about our show. For behind-the-scenes updates and early access to every episode, we would love to have you join us on Patreon. Visit us at monkeymanproductions.com to learn more, and to visit our store if you need an ensoyment sticker or a t-shirt featuring your favorite doggos. But beyond all of that, we are so glad that you're listening and sharing in this story with us. Thank you. And, as always, keep watching the moon.
11: The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish.
8: Edgar said to the interviewer he was convinced that the thing out there wasn't a vault Yeah, I know what he thought. Dr. Eggers didn't think it was designed to keep things
5: out. I know what he, he thought. He thought it was designed
7: to keep something in.
9: Do you
5: even understand the difficulty trying to keep a base like Fathom at the bottom of the ocean from killing everyone in it on a daily basis?
8: Oh, my
10: God.
0: Everyone
5: hold on to
8: something. I think whatever is on the other side of that door out there, it's not friendly. I think it's trying to get out. That, my friend, is a dire combination. That's a bad sign. Get
9: out of the door!
10: It's spreading like some kind of technological contagion. We can either stop it here or watch the world burn. Fathom, the first season of Derelict.
2: Listen wherever you get your podcasts or learn more at derelictpodcast.com.